In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We are not the same thing as the feelings and the thoughts that happen to us. Feelings and thoughts, we have them, and they do happen to us, but we are not the same thing as they are. We are not to identify ourselves completely with every thought and every feeling that is within us. And it's, I'm saying that because, because the purpose of our celebration of Christmas, the purpose is not just to say happy birthday to Jesus, although that's part of it, the purpose of our celebration of Christmas, why we do this every year, why we participate in the mystery of Christmas in our worship and in our meditation and in our children's programs and everything like that, why we do that every year, it's not really for God. It's not really for Jesus. It's actually for us. We celebrate the mystery of Christmas every year. The actual express purpose of it is so that the miracle that was the original Christmas may happen in us. So that Christ, who is Lord of all, will be born in us and will grow in us just as he was born in Bethlehem. So the thoughts and the feelings that we have those are things that we have and that happen to us, but they are not the same thing as us. And most of our thoughts and most, most of our thoughts and feelings kind of take the form of pictures and stories that are living within us, that are connected to our emotions and our urges and our habits and our actions. And of course, we help create those stories and we help create paint those pictures but those stories and those pictures they are outside of us before they are in us they don't come directly from us so you are supposed to be or i am supposed to be happy that is a story that many maybe many of us have in our head but it doesn't come from us, does it? It comes from outside of us. I'm a good person. That is also a story that can live in our heads. Or I'm not a good person. I'm a terrible person or a worthless person or a bad person. I'm a screwed up or broken person who doesn't deserve anything good in this world. That also can be a thought that lives in our heads. Or everyone is against me for no reason and it's not my fault these are thoughts that people have these are thoughts that have people these are stories that people are hearing inside themselves about themselves and they connect with our emotions and our urges and our actions and our habits they connect with the chemicals in our brains these thoughts and feelings these stories but Ultimately, or originally, they come from outside of us. They are not us. They come from, they come from all kinds of places. They come from the family we grew up in and with. They come from our childhood and from our education. They come to us rather nonstop these days 
through our screens. And it seems like the apps are getting faster, so it's just endless thought after thought after thought. Hmm? They come through the words and the pictures that we see and read. They come from our culture. They come from advertising, right? Advertising, its sole purpose is to put thoughts into your head to make you do things. They come into us and they connect with us and they connect with what is in us. But these out and as they do, these outside stories and these outside thoughts become our inside stories and our inside thoughts. And then they become our habits and our actions. And as they become our habits and our actions, as they become the stories that we live, they also become our destiny. And all of these stories, all of these thoughts and all of the feelings that come with them, they all have an ultimate source. Either they come from God, who is truth itself and truth incarnate, or they come from Satan, who is a liar and the father of lies. Now, I'm not saying that Satan is whispering thoughts into your head while you're sleeping. What I'm saying is, is that all, every thought comes into you from, starts outside of you, and every thought goes back somehow to a source, and that source is either truth or lies, which means it's either from God or from his enemy. But we are not the same thing as our feelings and our thoughts. We don't have to believe everything that we think and feel about ourselves or about the world. You have thoughts and feelings, and you're, but you are not the same thing as them, and you are not just, you know, the modern science narrative evolution story says that you Everything that you are is just an accident of chemicals and electricity and meat between your ears, mixing together. And that's it. That's what you are to keep you alive and to keep you reproducing. That's what you are. But we are not. That is not what we are. And we are not every thought that we have. And it's important to say this right now because this is, I mean, this is a stressful season, you know. And there are all kinds of thoughts and emotions that are colliding in this season. First of all, it just gets darker and it just gets colder and seasonal affective experience. That's a real thing. People really get depressed this time of year. And yet, all, there are all these, we're supposed to be happy for Christmas coming, and yet there are all these other things on the calendar, and we have all these obligations to be happy and to make other people happy. And so there's conflict. There's a lot of conflict in a lot of people as Christmas approaches. And I want to tell you that those feelings are things that are happening to you, but they are not, they do not mean that there is something wrong with you or that it comes from you. And it's important to say all this too because today is Rejoice Sunday. Today is the Pink Candle Sunday. It's the third Sunday of Advent. And it would be a mistake for me to just stand up here and say, okay, guys, Christmas is coming, so Jesus is coming, so y'all be happy for God's sake. You know, Christmas harder because here we go. Hmm? And it's important to say this too because like I said, the death and the resurrection of Jesus his coming into the world, his gospel, his good news, the good news and the glad tidings of his birth for you. These things are not just for your future enjoyment 
in heaven. These things are given to you now to be a cleansing and a means of restoration and making whole of our hearts and our minds. This is what, it's like the Christmas song says, how so, little, O little town of Bethlehem, O holy child of Bethlehem, descend on us, we pray, cast out our sin and enter in, be born in us, we pray. That's actually what we are up to as we are celebrating Christmas. It's not just to say this thing happened a long time ago and it's really great. It's to say this thing that happened in Bethlehem, we would also like that thing to happen within us. And our readings for this day don't just say be happy. They actually, they're not just, they, they teach us and they show us, they show us the healing of the mind and the heart that is the, in, that is the point and that is the gift of Christmas. We can start with little John the Baptist inside his mother. The greeting of Mary, which is, which is the greeting of Christ, comes into Elizabeth, comes into John the Baptist and fills him with joy, and so he leaps for joy in his mother's womb. His action comes from his emotion. His emotion comes from a new thought and a new thing that is coming from outside and coming into him and taking hold of his mind. And that's the that is actually the model of biblical, mental, and emotional health. That truth and lies, they come from the outside and they are born within us and they manifest in our feelings and they grow into our actions. So the scriptures today also show us that this then becomes a discipline, that we actually have some control over our inner life. Not just, you can't just turn it on and off. But the story of Hannah, in the Old Testament reading, Hannah is singing this song. And in the reading, it kind of comes without any context. But here's the story. Hannah was unable to have any children. And she was derided and she was mocked and she was belittled by voices in her life that told her, this means you are worthless. This means there is nothing to you and nothing to your life. So she had these voices that were coming from outside of her and then they were starting to live in her head and they were starting to weigh her down. And there's this story when she and her family, her husband, they go to Jerusalem and she goes into the tabernacle where God's presence is or she's right outside it. And one of the priests comes out and he looks at her and he thinks that she is a crazy drunk woman because she is she is praying and she's meditating and she's she's her lips are moving but there's no sound coming out so he thinks that she is crazy and she says no i am here i'm here to i'm here to recenter my thoughts and to refocus my attention and to and to allow god and his word to be born within me and of course she does have a child and her experience of all of this is here in her song she says this is this is this is internal health restored right here. 
She says, my mouth derides my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. She says, and she's speaking to the voices in her head. She's speaking to the demons. She says, talk no more so very proudly. Let not arrogance come from your mouth. For the Lord is a God of knowledge and by him actions are weighed. This is the voice of Christ now being born in her head, being born in her hearts, taking over her thoughts, driving out the demons and the, and the voices of evil that have been implanted in her from the outside. So I'm going to leave you with this thought. You are not your thoughts. You are not your feelings. And you have some control over these things. And Christmas is given to us so that new thoughts and new motions of our soul, new ideas that Christ himself might be born in us and take root within us. This is, this is the last thing, but this is what Paul is after when he says, in our second reading, he says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. But he's not just saying Come on, be happy. Act happier. He goes on to say, Brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything praiseworthy, think about these things. Let your thoughts dwell on these things. These things that come from God, these things that come from God through Christ, let these things be your meditation and, and the rest of your heart and your soul. For through these things, as they are connected to God's word, through these things, Christ actually does and can and will enter into us. And he actually will drive out the darkness that is in us through all of these other things that have come into us. He will exercise the demons of your heart. He will drive out sin and he will, well, O holy child of Bethlehem, descend on us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in. Be born in us today. In Jesus' name, amen.